Hello and welcome to this short podcast about farming. I'll be talking to a young farmer working with Highland ponies and finding out about the history of their farm. I'll also be interviewing a geographer who specialises in the farming industry, learning more about the locations of farms and their environments. The farm I work on is technically Highland Pony Stud, meaning we breed Highland ponies and raise them for riding or carriage driving mainly. It's very close to the coastline in the east of the country. The area is used as arable land so the ground is rich and the grass grows thick and fast. It's actually not ideal for highland ponies which are suited to rocky hill ground and so they have a tendency to eat too much grass and get fat which causes health problems. My employer took the farm over in 1994 but before then it was run by a high ranking soldier in the Black Watch called Brigadier Oliver. The main estate house is from the Georgian times, so I'd imagine the farm has been running since the late 18th century or maybe earlier. It's a very small stud compared to the others. There was only one other foal this year and we actually sent the stallion down to England on breeding loan just recently. Other than the ponies, there are around 50 sheep and half dozen fields for hay production. It's actually downsized a lot. When I first arrived there were around 26 ponies. Since then a lot have been sold off or put down or sent away on breeding loan. On the other hand, there have been four foals born since I arrived, so the current number stands at 15. Other employees have come and gone, and certain farm buildings have been converted to holiday homes. In the mornings, I deal with the animals. I muck out their stables and I groom the ponies. If we're working with them that day, either riding or driving them in a carriage, I get their tack or harness ready. I help to deal with the sheep, either moving them from field to field or worming them or clipping their hooves. In the afternoons, I'm actually part gardener. There's an enormous walled garden by the main house and it's my job to weed it, constantly. Once you've finished the whole garden, you have to start again. I really hate weeding. I work with all the ponies at some point or another, but I really love the younger ones we train for riding and other work. They're not as skittish as foals, but they're a lot livelier than the old breeding mares. We have two Shetland ponies who are stubborn and no fun to work with. Something that always surprises me is that all the ponies have very distinct personalities. Which sounds crazy, but it's true. During lambing season in the early spring, I always enjoy looking after and feeding the new lambs. I love it. I've always loved working with animals. I've been around horses since I was very young, so it's all pretty familiar to me. They can be frustrating at times, but once they trust you and they start responding to you, it's a lot of fun. Personally, I now know a lot more about carriage driving than I ever thought I would. And of course, the biggest change would be that the wall garden contains a lot fewer weeds than when I started. The geography of farming is a lot about how and why land is used. High and sloped land is mainly used for livestock because the soil isn't fertile enough for crops while flatter land is more used for arable farming. The type of soil found in sloping areas is podzol, which is highly acidic and most vegetation isn't able to grow in these conditions. It's unsuitable for growing fruit and vegetables, but great for grazing on grass. This acidity can be caused by the downward runoff from nearby coniferous trees and pine needles mixing with the soil. Down in the flatter areas, browner soils are more common and these are much less acidic, making them much more suited to the arable farming that isn't possible up in the highlands. Another type of soil is glee and it's the most common in Scotland. Heavy rainfall and bad drainage creates this waterlogged soil that's almost unusable unless properly drained. 
There are some big environmental issues with certain types of farming, like irrigation systems that have a high pesticide content which is toxic to insects and wildlife. And these harsh chemicals can drain into the sea, causing more problems. And there are large industrial livestock farms where animals are crowded indoors in confined spaces. These also produce masses of CO2 gases that pollute the surrounding landscape and the atmosphere. I think moving forward, more farms will begin using pesticides that are non-toxic and less of a pollutant than the harsh chemicals that are currently used. People growing vegetables in their own gardens or on their windowsills is becoming more common and a lot of big companies are taking advantage of this trend and creating a range of products aimed at this particular market.